Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs, the only watch podcast that knows in a world without gold we might have been heroes. You have made it all the way to episode 228. Michael, hello. Hello, computer. Hello. It's been... <laughs> hello. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to buy that for myself uh, on DVD. It's only two... I think it's only two DVDs. Um... Man, what a great show! It's been a long time. We had uh, yeah. uh, you were you were on vacation, so good good for you on yeah. on going on vacation, and so we did two episodes uh, with with guests, and now we're back for a kind of good old TBWS episode. So old I'm TB- excited to record good old fashioned clean TBWS standard missionary sex. That's what we're here for: clinical and brisk. St- <laughs> what am I even talking about anymore? This is gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm really happy to be back. It was, it's just, it's it's December. I love December. This is my favorite fucking month. All month exists just to die. So December is more awesome. That's how I view December. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like, this is my this is this is my birth month. I never got to decorate or celebrate or whatever the fuck for the holidays when I was a kid. So obviously, I'm going to aggressively enjoy it when I'm a fucking adult. I'm super into it, man. You know. I'm glad. It it is also my favorite time of year. Right? I just gets I get so sad when it's over though. It's so so sad. You know the weird thing about Chris about this Christmas holiday sort of vibe is you know the weird thing is I love it so much, but when I listen to like it my ennui, my sexy depression is emphasized so strongly during Christmas, and that's what I like about it. Mm. If that makes sense. I get kind of. very yeah. self indulgent in feeling lonely by hearing I've just been listening to like slow jazz cafe versions of, of Christmas songs all, all week <laughs> just leave it playing just so I, le- I leave it on it's it, I, nice. I, I found an eight hour playlist on YouTube and it's got like cafe sounds and like people chattering and it's just like a like you know slow jazz versions of Christmas songs and I'm like man I'm fucking depressed this is awesome <laughs> This I love Christmas. I don't know that I. You know what I'm saying? I get I nostalgic do. for something I can't possibly be nostalgic for, because it wasn't my childhood. Maybe that's why I'm sad. Maybe. Listen, you're all not here for me to pontificate on my fucking crippled emotions. You are here for you know somewhat orological conversations and for episode 228 of the Two Book Watch Nows podcast. That's right. We're in the holiday mood. Holiday gift giving. What not to get for TBWS? This is kind of like the, uh, if someone were to ask you, oh, what do you want for Christmas? And it was easier for you to say what you didn't want. This is the episode for you. What not to, the absolute worst fucking things you could get for Michael and I. For Christmas. Or I guess anyone, I don't know. Not that anyone was probably thinking about getting us things. No, don't get us. If you just donate to charity, like if you're like thinking about like get like no, like who gives a fuck? Like it doesn't matter. Like, but Michael, I just thought it would be funny because I think um, I hate like the you know the five you know five dive watches he's gonna love for the holidays. Like fucking <laughs> like who cares? You know what I mean? You know six six watches that that she'll say wow to. It's like who fucking like who kills people dying in the streets? Who cares? Who cares, man? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I love the holidays. Did I express that <laughs> enough to you? 
People are dying. I love the holidays. I love the holidays, man. I don't really know how to explain it. But um, Michael and I just thought it'd be a lot of fun to just kind of turn it on its head and just say the absolute worst fucking things to get as gifts. I'll, I'll, I'll expand mine because I'm going to do mine at like just like in the moment. The worst things, the worst gifts to get for maybe that watch person in your life. And I'll yep. use me as like the, the the focal point for that. But that's kind of like what we're going to do. So um, should be a lot of fun. <laughs> I fucking love Christmas. Um, but here, let's do this. Michael, Michael. We have some very important business to get to. Michael, for the 228th time, would you like to make history? Would you like to make history with me and do an audio wrist check? Yeah, I'm just trying to pull up the page. That has my watch. P A T E K P H I L L I P E dot com. I have no idea. I, I think I, I think I lost it about sixty percent of the way uh, through that URL. Too many letters. Is it too many? I'm on a fuck. Yeah, I'm not good at spelling. I think you got it. <laughs> yeah, we can do a wrist check. Um, uh, you go first. I'm talking way too much. Way too fucking much. I'm also drinking wine. So let's see what happens. I have to. I have to consistently remind myself that we're in different time zones. Fucking ten thirty over by you right now. Yeah, dude. You're drinking port at ten thirty in the morning because that's just the kind of day it is, man. You know. I know those days. <laughs> Anyways, I'm wearing uh, on this Saturday. I'm wearing the WMT Royal Marine Royal Navy Aged Edition. Yeah, uh, I don't think I've I don't think I've talked about this watch on an episode yet, but I think we've talked about WMT. If you haven't heard about WMT, we just published a review on our website comparing uh, two of their kind of popular limited releases. Um, but this Royal Marine Royal Navy Aged Edition uh, is um, it's the second time they put this out, even though they call it limited, uh, <laughs> and it's a you know, it's basically an homage to the Rolex Mil Sub, uh, something that if you've been following TBWS for a long time, you know that I'm kind of uh, obsessed over. So, um, I love Steinhardt your photos. Or, what's that? I love your photos. Not even just like the photos in this review, obviously, but like, I just like I like I like your review. I like like at the photos in your reviews. I'm very jealous. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm jealous of your photos. <laughs> My photos look like I drank three espressos at once, balanced on one leg, and tried to take a photo in a room with just, like, way too many lights in it. That's the best <laughs> way I can describe my photo-making process. They look good, man. I'm telling you, dude. So I just luck- I just got lucky that I have clouds everywhere all the time. I always. do get very excited when I realize it's an overcast day. I'm like, oh, thank God, I can open the windows. I can. <laughs> I have more options. No, here, sorry, I, 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 I cut you off. I'm, I'm just scrolling through your review right now. No, it's okay. It's uh, so you, you see two watches there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have uh, I don't have the one on bracelet anymore. That that was the sub diver. Uh, the one that I kept is the one I have on wrist now. The uh, the one that looks more like a mill sub. So this is actually, um, this is kind of along the lines of what you would get with a, well, I I would say a Steinhardt Ocean Vintage Military is on paper a superior watch. Uh, but it, it, in terms of looks, uh, I, I think WMT just just nailed it. I've said many times that after getting the CWC, 
know, I, I had, I fit that mill sub spot, um, mm. but this was just kind of way too tempting uh, to, to pass up. And so this, this is actually uh, much smaller than what you would get with the, the first edition Steinhardt Ocean Vintage Military. This is uh, 39.5 millimeter case diameter, 47.5 lug to lug, 14.8 millimeters thick and it's a it's a really really nice uh plexi crystal on this it's pretty thick does that include the crystal 14 yeah yeah that's that's okay, with the, okay. yeah that's that's with all all of the domage <laughs> all of all of the hanging domage <laughs> hanging dome mad domage dude that's so good remember, um, remember we used to hashtag everything in the early days of tbws we did and then instagram abandoned us and hashtags don't matter anymore one day enough time will pass to where that building and infrastructure will crumble to dust and Michael, our ghosts and the spirits of our past will have the final laugh on Instagram because <laughs> all things crumble to dust. You hear that, Instagram? Sorry. <clears throat> you were saying. <laughs> no, I, I, I like this. Uh, what, oh, one thing. It's kind of funny. So this, this watch, I think, is pretty expensive for what it is. It comes with an NH35. And, okay. And... Um, one thing that I wrote in the review was that these watches are a lot like the first series Fender Roadworn guitars, where oh, yeah. they weren't as well done and as sexy as the Fender Custom Shop relic stuff. Yeah, but it, the <laughs> the Roadworn series was uh, it still is made I think in Mexico, um, so kind of their their mid tier guitars made to look like something more expensive so it, it has aging but it's done in kind of a cheaper way uh that's what you get with this this wmt and i think that's really what you pay for mostly is the aging effect and um honestly i think the case dimensions the proportions i haven't tried to put it side by side with the newer uh steinhardt ovm 39 those dimensions are a lot closer to what you would get with a four-digit Submariner, five-digit Submariner. Um, but it, it, as someone who used to own a 14060, it comes really, really close to those old uh, Submariner cases. Okay. Really close. Really. Yeah, really close. I'm looking at this Age Loom because this is like this is supposed to be like Age Loom, right? Oh, the Loom is non-existent. <laughs> That's the funny <laughs> thing, and. And they don't tell you what formula they use, um, and probably yeah, just bought I, a bunch of glow, like surplus glow sticks and just kind of like <laughs> broke broke them. <laughs> let it them. let it rot for a bit so it ages. I, yeah, I don't know. Put them in like a little Listerine mouthwash cup in the sun for a couple of days, or I don't know the yeah. But I I understand what you're saying with the comparison in regards to like the Road Warrior series and everything like that. Yeah, this. Um, but I, I think overall it's it's a great feeling watch. Uh, it runs, uh, it runs. Um, I think maybe like plus twenty seconds a day. The other one that I got rid of was actually uh, way more uh, fine tuned. Um, but I don't know. It's it's kind of a fun fun watch to wear. It comes with a really really short copy of a Phoenix NATO. Okay. So I'm, just, I'm wearing it on the the gunmetal gray. CWC NATO that I got when I bought the the old uh, uh, 
the quartz diver that they make. Whoa, which one of these has screw links? You say one of these has screw links? Oh, is it the sub diver? Yeah, the sub diver does come what? with with screw links, and that that's one thing that I appreciated. Um, it not only sc- comes with screw links, but it has, I think, eight, <clears throat> nine Damn. different micro adjust points on the clasp. Wow. Okay. Um, and it's meant to copy an older Rolex bracelet. Uh, ironically, it it's better than like a <laughs> '90s Submariner bracelet. Um, but I, I don't know. They're, they're fun watches at 550 bucks. They're kind Ooh, of. It is a little expensive for a WMT, that's, actually. That's that's expensive for for an NH35, and oh. um, somebody somebody brought it to my attention on our. Uh, on our Slack group, that they have recently, if you if you navigate through their page and see all the different models, most if not all of the watches are now all listed with Miyota A two one fives. Oh, and the older series, and that uh, that makes things very different. Uh, this watch is still listed at five fifty with that movement, and I don't think that's a good deal. See, that's the problem. If if it was like a nine zero one five, whatever. But if it's the older A two XX series, whichever one, it's like A two zero five, A two zero one. Charging the same price is an issue. And a lot of um, another thing that I heard uh, somebody brought up in the Slack group was that there are movement shortages in some cases, uh, oh, potentially shit. with the NH three five. So, I mean, who knows? Who knows what's happening with with those supplies? But I mean, overall, I I I, I like that I kept this one it's it's fun to to wear every now and then i still prefer the cwc if if i want that look but yeah I don't know, this one will stick around for a bit maybe it'll go at some point but it's a nice fun weekend watch i could see that that's cool badass yeah everyone check out the review these photos are so fun i wish i had a cool shit is it uh is it my turn yeah what you got I would like to open my audio wrist check by stating that uh, apparently your WMT has screw links while my Grand Seiko <laughs> does not. So I just, just want to put that out there. That's why I put it out there, Seiko. Grand Seiko. Just want, just want that to be known to the public, okay? Is that the case? Um, is that the case even with the craziest, most expensive five-digit price tag Grand Seiko's out there? I thought, the thing is, I've seen Grand Seiko's with screw links. I thought they all had them, but my my, oh, okay. my life is a lie. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought for some reason mine just didn't have them because it's titanium, but then, you know, you and I were talking and I started doing more and more digging and I found out that just randomly some, you know, don't have it. I mean, I'm sure it is fucking really annoying. It's, it's probably something to help keep the price down also because machining... Like, all that extra machining, especially on, like, a titanium bracelet, like, it drives up the cost, I'm sure, but it's just, it's not a deal breaker for me, obviously, but it's, um, it just, it just threw me by surprise. I figured a yeah. watch at, at the level, um, of this watch that I got, like, in terms of, like, refinement and, like, how much effort they put into it, I thought screw legs were just kind of like a, you know? Yeah. So... But that's what I'm wearing. I'm wearing my my Grand Seiko um, SBG V233 JDM model. It is teal. It's titanium. It's 9F quartz, and I fucking love it. I guess I'm still doing No Change November. I don't really know. I haven't changed my watch since October. I did the polar opposite of that. Every every day. 
You changed your watch. Uh, the polar opposite. I haven't checked in on the Slack in a bit, but yeah, I'm just yeah. I, I did. This is the watch I did no change November with. Wore it on vacation in Saint Augustine when I really didn't want to. I really wanted to have my Omega Seamaster, but it's all good. It's not like what a what a what a, what a what a crippling first world choice. I had to choose between you know uh, a steak or like you know. I don't know, foie gras, like, oh, no, I don't want, I don't want steak every, steak again, you know what I mean? So, like, like, who cares? Yeah, I had to wear the grand steak of every vacation, like, it, like, it, it's, it's fine, but in solidarity, I wanted to take part in, uh, No Change in November with everyone, so. We've, uh, we've, we've come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's good, that, that's a nice, uh. That's a nice vacation watch still, I think. Oh my god, yeah, dude, this fucking thing, like, I don't know, I don't even think anymore, I just wake up and put it on. Like, I don't do that, well, I'm wearing the black shoes, but I planned on going to pick up, it might rain today, no, I just, I just put it on now, you know? So good. I have one spot left in the watch box, and I think, um, trying to think of what I should just put there, maybe hopefully next year. And I, I always I always think tend to think of about Grand Seiko because I see yours and a couple others I think in the in the group and online and it's just it's their biggest hits are their dressiest hits so mm-hmm. that that worries me a little bit um, yeah but that means if you were to get something more Grand Seiko sporty on the secondhand market you probably got a good deal on it yeah dude I I still really like the uh, the nine F GMT the yellow the, the, the yellow one. I don't like the yellow one. The red one, I, I guess. When it came out, I started to I, I liked the blue one the most, but then I I <laughs> I, I really ended up liking the black dial because it does have that matching mm. uh, date wheel. Yep. And I love that everyone likes that less because <laughs> it's more closely an explorer to copy, I mm. suppose. So people are like, I'm gonna get the blue one or or the yellow one. Um, black one's pretty pretty badass i don't know i I gotta think i remember the first time i saw one in person it was the yellow one and um steve from raven was wearing it we we ran into him on the streets of san francisco who's just taking pictures of buildings um do you remember this i think he's got the black one i thought he had the yellow one or at least back then he had the yellow one uh our junior contributor has the yellow one bo has the yeah yeah bo has the yellow one Yeah, yeah i just remember when we saw this is when the GMT Quartz first came out. Steve had one. We were walking around San Francisco, and we just saw a very tall man taking a photo of a building. And then he turned. I'm like, oh, that's Steve. That's Steve from Raven. Let's see, let's see what he's doing. And he was wearing the watch. It was beautiful. It was like, it looked Photoshopped in real life. I don't know. Like, it just, like, I saw it, and it totally blew me away. Like, wow. So, you, I, I think if you got one of those GMTs, man, I think you'd be happy. I think if I got that, I would probably get rid of the uh, oh, the, black, the Black Bay GMT. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's so... I just love how... I loved how much fever and, and just fervent, just fanaticism there was for that watch when it came out. Now, now you can get a pretty good deal on a Daily's W. You can find them. Dude, it, a pretty good deal. That, that doesn't even compare. That doesn't even compare to the massive purge 
that we're seeing um, with the Black Bay 58s. So <laughs> I saw a Black Bay 58 sell on Reddit the other day for $2,600. Ooh, shit. Think of, think I got to tell someone at work. Someone at work's been trying to wait for the prices to drop. I got to tell him. Dude, the time is now. And, and, um, and I think, you know, I think a big part of it is people trying to dump tutors to maybe, you know, get the hot new Pelagos FXD. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie that that's an awesome watch yeah. um but I think that's what's that's what's happening and dude think of think of the people that paid in some cases over five thousand for, for the blue one yeah because they wanted the blue one <laughs> now I think I think if, if you're somebody that's been waiting for uh black bay 58 it's you're you're gonna you're gonna find yourself in a in a really good position to get one at a good price definitely yeah we we are past paying over retail for those things you um, have to be the carrion bird the carrion bird of watch collecting you have to pick the scraps you have to pick the, that's that that's that's the only way you're gonna get a good deal you have to come in after the trend is dead yeah pick the bones clean you know we gotta remember our patreon wrist check i was gonna say this is a great segue so the watch that I got when I was looking for this Grand Seiko, my Grand Seiko SBGV two through three, there was another watch in, in that I was looking at also, but I kind of stopped looking for it because I'm pretty sure it's limited edition and I couldn't find it in stock anywhere. But then I discovered this Grand Seiko, and I'm this is the Grand Seiko for me. I'm very happy, but I was very happy to learn also that someone on the Slack has the other watch I was thinking about. I'll I'll pass it to you. You you I'll I'll let that be the intro, Michael. That's you. You to tell tell everyone home what's happening. I don't know the exact model, but we're oh, checking yeah, we're checking in with um I won't say the full name. We'll we'll call him John. Um John's uh Emerald Green Dial Citizen Chronomaster. Fuck yes. This I've actually you shopped around for these a bit. I know you were looking at some of the white dials. Because they're in stock. Is there in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they are. Um, I I don't know the extent uh, to the variety of dials that you can find these things with, but this this emerald green dial looks so cool. I've, I've never seen a Citizen like this. Um, the Chronomaster, even just looking at the hands, you can tell that it really, it really comes right up to Grand Seiko. Um, quality, I would say. Yeah. This, this, this. So yeah, huge shout out to John. This thing is incredible. I'm fairly certain this reference is the these. Okay, so <clears throat> we're gonna do the whole thing. Citizen, the Citizen Chrono Master AQ four zero two zero dash five four X paper dial. This is a motherfucking paper dial watch. I'm fairly certain this is also limited edition. When these came out, there's a green one. There's a the fucking a red one and a blue one. This green one's the one I wanted. It's gorgeous. I'm so, fairly certain this is also a titanium. It's titanium. So the, these these chronomasters, if you're if you're in that range of citizen, it's it's part of the the citizen collection. Is that what it is? Exactly. Okay. Like this is this is the tier of like citizen quartz technology that does not fuck around. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? It's not like, a citizen. It's the citizen. It's the it's citizen, the citizen, Chrono Master. You know what I mean? Oh boy! Like like say your name right. Like say the whole thing, man. You know that this thing is just gorgeous. Huge motherfucking shout out to John checking in with this uh, with this watch. I think this thing is just fucking beautiful. I love every time it gets posted in the Slack. If I got the reference wrong, please let me know and I'll correct it on the next time uh, uh, the next time we're on air. But yeah, this I love the I love the paper dial because it looks it has this like really incredible um, just organic texture to it. Yeah, you know, like, no joke. That watch makes my day a little better. And it's not even mine. <laughs> here's the here's the interesting thing. I'm pretty sure with this watch, the indices and the logo are actually placed on a very thin, clear disc, and that's placed on top of the paper dial. So at certain angles, they're floating because they they can't put it on the paper dial because it'll fuck it up. It's all weird because the, the how fibrous the paper is, it's not gonna like. It's just gonna the the it's just going to ruin the actual impact so it's so if you look at it actually if you zoom, zoom in on the picture that he's got look it at the like citizen floating. it looks like it's floating there's a shadow behind it Mwah. fuck yeah <laughs> right I Chef's love these watches <laughs> I love these watches huge motherfucking shadow John hell yes thank you for posting this watch thank you for doing this for your Patreon audio wrist check you know what I'm saying fuck man <sighs> that's a great watch Love my Grand Seiko though. Sorry, John. <laughs> two two very nice watches. Chose the red watch for me. Let's do this uh, quick housekeeping. Um, we already kind of covered that. Go and check out twobrokewatchknobs.com. There's a lot of really cool, fun stuff on there. Check out Michael's review um, on the two WMT pieces. Uh, we also, I don't know, what, what, what is happening with this Hamilton PSR thing? I saw that one day and, and thought that I would write about it because... It's. I never really thought about the PSRs before. I, I'm not super into the 70s retro futurism all the time. Battlestar uh, Galactica. Yeah, Sorry. and I, I think the only reason I wrote about that was because it's kind of cool that, that uh, Bulova, not because it's tied to the Matrix or anything, but it's just nice to get that watch in that configuration with that kind of look. Because mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I th- I think for me, even the stainless steel one looks a little gaudy. So mm-hmm. f- to have this this kind of blacked out option now, I think is pretty cool. What Whether I love you're, is you're that into the Matrix or not, the call out of being gaudy is also coming from a man who really wants to wear the rainbow Daytona <laughs> casually. That's, that's true. Uh, so <laughs> so so you know this thing probably is. It's just, it's just, it just, this, this does go against your general sentiments of what you want to wear. This is not a Michael watch. It's, it's not, it's not. I don't even know if I'd wear the black version. This thing's a thousand dollars. Well, so are the other ones. I mean, I think actually the, actually the gold one or the gold colored one is a thousand dollars. That's, I I doubt that they're going to sell for that. It's also limited to one thousand one hundred ninety nine pieces, um, so I I, yeah. I write in the article that you you're probably gonna find one for under retail eventually. I thought these were like four hundred bucks or something. I that's what I thought the when I saw the price on this one, I went to our old article uh, when they first were 
re-released and I was like, oh, this Matrix one is $1,000. That's crazy. I think the old ones are 400 bucks, but no, I think the steel one is around 700 and the gold tone one is the same price as this Matrix one, 995 or whatever. Wow. Yep. All right. Rock and or roll. That's cool. Did you see those new... Um, some people have been asking me, actually, mm. uh, and I kind of want to... I want us to review one. What this Deep us, Star? Not the Deep Star. The um, the new Doxa Sub Six Hundred T. Let me send you the page. Send you send a page. Me, send where, me a where link. Somebody, somebody wrote something. These things are pretty cool. Um, I don't think Doxa listens to the show. I don't think Doxa even knows who or what we are. But cares. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I mean, I would care if it meant getting a, a sample to review or something, but <laughs> let's see. I'll send you yeah, but that thing. comes with strings, man. I don't want to do strings. I just slacked you a, a little article. These these things, so it's the new Sub-600T oh. collection. So, <laughs> I kind of like these, actually. So the story behind these, uh, the Sub 600T is, you know, that's an older Doxa model, um, kind of neglected, and a, a little while back, that outlet, Time and Tide, I think they became, I think they became like the Australian retailer for Doxa watches at some point. Like you mm-hmm. can, I, it was a big deal when they started selling them. Um, I mean, it's a big deal when any watch media website starts selling watches, but uh, I, I, I guess maybe in Australia it's kind of tough to get Doxa. Um, so they released a limited edition with Time and Tide sub 600T in titanium. It's, mm-hmm. cool, it's a cool watch. It looks, looks really, really good. Um, but some people were kind of hoping that a, a steel version would come out. And so Doxa released these this past week and you know on paper i think everything looks really really good um even on the bracelet they come in at around 1500 oh and you get a ton of different dials you get the uh, the aquamarine which is you know it looks almost baby blue <laughs> i always like that color every time they use it Dude, you can get that either with a steel bezel with a black bezel that's another new thing so you can get you have different dial options, different bezel options. You can get it on bracelet or you can get it on rubber. And I actually I, I know that I'm still personally a little hesitant when it comes to new Doxa, yeah. management Doxa. I don't know much about how the brand is being run these days. Um, but these just again on the surface look look very very cool. I thought they would be. I thought they would be closer to two thousand when I first saw them, but that I mean, price. That would, I mean, that's like what you would expect with something from Doxa. I I love the section, that sort of uh, angle where the the bracelet meets the end of the lug. Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. Yeah, I like this way more than the recent. I I would want them to keep doing stuff like this, instead of I don't know. They came out with those carbon ones. All oh them. yeah, that's 
what I mean they have they have so much history and so many different models that they can work with again um, it's just so so much cooler to see something like this come out and uh, we were talking about the the synchron military and the doxa army mm-hmm. there's there's like some some drama there but seeing seeing these gives me hope that when they do when they do the army I think it's supposed to be next year um, that it'll come out you know as nice as this what's what's this orange logo on the crown is that the is that what the doxa logo is let me see is it the fish is it a is it a fish it's it that's if it's the fish that's the uh that's the the yenny family logo so if you okay. look at the fish there's a j running through it if you look at the oh. fish closely oh i thought okay i thought it was a fish that someone was in the process of like cleaning or something because it looks like the fish is cut open but the point where I think a fillet knife slid in, that's supposed to be the J. Yep. And there's a little dot. Okay. Yep. That's exactly what that is. I think someone spent a little too much time tinkering with that logo. <laughs> it's kind of become its own. Is it like a thing? thing? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not like a doxpert or whatever. So people are just like, oh, fucking come on, Kaz. Yeah, a lot of uh, people yeah, have know. people have some serious feelings about the brand and who ran it best and who really knew what they were doing with product this and that it should be in and the brand should be in the hands of these people or these people but i you know last time i checked um it's this specific family that's running the brand right now and um they're trying to expand to different points of sale and different parts of the world because and that's that's a good thing if if they do that i'm 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 fine uh because although i love my doxa Dude, the process of ordering that thing in 2017. Did you have to email them? Did you live to send them an email? Dude, I was on the phone. I, I was, it's just, there's no, there was no conf. It was just a very, to contrast with somebody like WMT who operates out of Hong Kong, you know, that, that process was so smooth. Right. <laughs> Compared, you know, I, I think the Doxa ships is shipped out of Vienna but the support people that I spoke to were in Texas. It was very disjointed. Oh, um, so who knows? I would love, I would love to get a new contact there and you know review one of these at some point um, because they do look really cool, especially if you've been curious about Doxa and not necessarily on board with the sub three hundred, sub twelve hundred case shape and things like that. Well, I mean, if that's the case, I should probably apologize for making fun of this. Ugly fucking logo. <laughs> hey, it's, it's what you think. I don't know. Yeah, it's your podcast. It's, it's kind of my... Oh, it's on the case back, too. It's on the bracelet. Or the back yeah. of the strap. It's it's on... Uh, I think it's on the clasp of my bracelet, too. Last time I checked. Really? It's on, how, it's on my watch. Sometimes. How am I only noticing this now? Oh, this is cool. It's an O... It's like a little O-ring case back. Cool. Yeah, that's, I that's have... The, I got that fish on my clasp also. I, I never noticed that. That's so weird. Um, this is the same case back style that's on uh, Vosak Amphibia. It's like a ring that screws down on top, it looks like. Oh, really? I didn't Unless know that. that is actually just like not a functioning line and it's a weird design line. But like, there's a it's a ring that screws on top of a piece of metal that then screws, like actually like sandwiches the, the case back in place. It's pretty cool. Sorry, there's a loud volume pop when I close my watch case. <laughs> That's okay. I didn't I didn't even hear anything. Okay. 
I'm also drinking quite a lot of wine, so maybe it happened. I just didn't even hear. Maybe this I'm talking to myself. Just gonna keep keep getting better. I'm probably not even recording an episode with you. I'm probably just on the toilet having a full blown conversation by myself. By the time you're done, we're gonna get you to buy this this uh, aquamarine version on on the episode. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't feel a need to own it. I mean, it's cool looking, but I'm not. Well, what are the what are the dimensions that we're talking about here? Forty millimeters is cool. Oh, a thickness, dude. Thickness. Thickness. You know, weird. You know, how words are different sometimes when you're kind of drunk. Wow, that was some kind of fucking random ass statement I just made to you. Jesus, I've, I've heard, I've heard that the, I've heard that words can be different when the you're drunk. Fuck, what the <laughs> fuck did I? You should have just ignored what I just said to you. <laughs> <laughs> how thick is this? Oh, whatever, I'll look it up later. Um, it just looks a little too thick. I'm almost getting like, what was that giant fucking watch that you sent to me, which I still have somewhere around here? Ooh, the Haldor. Haldor. I just don't want it to be Haldor thick. I don't think it's Haldor thick. Okay. Because it looks like it might be Haldor thick. Let's go to the website. (laughs) I forgot about that watch. Uh, 14.15. That's too thick for me. With a flat crystal. No, that's too thick. That's too much. I mean, that's that's like what I got on right now. I just can't do big watches anymore, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're spending most of your time with that, uh, that Grand this Seiko, Grand Seiko, yeah. It, when I gave you this Grand Seiko after you were wearing your Panerai, it was like I gave you a penny. I'm like, what is this toy? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Orology for ants? And like, oh, is this, is this my fucking watch, Michael? Uh, that was so good. But yeah, um, I don't even know what we're, what we're talking about anymore. But, Holiday um, stuff. Yeah, go check out the website, com. It's all fine. Everything's everything is great. Nothing's fucked. Um, main topic, Ty. Let's go to the main topic. Holiday gift giving. What not to get for uh, TBWS or that special orological enthusiast in your life? Michael, can I start or would you like to go first? I would. Uh, I think you can start. You hesitated. Would you prefer to go first? No, I don't. I don't prefer that. I really, you're not selling it to me, but I'm going to go first anyway. Um, Michael, have you had the experience where someone hears you're into watches and they think, oh, they must be into other wearable wrist items like bracelets or Ooh. the stupid lion, the lion head skull bead bullshit? Go on. I like where this is going. Yeah. Don't get any of that fucking shit for me. All right. Just because I like to wear watches doesn't mean I have some kind of wrist accoutrement fetish but but like but i say that knowing full well that i guess people do but it tends to be more of a wealth enthusiast thing you know what i'm saying yeah this will this will transition nicely into one of the things that i i wanted to bring up but yeah if it comes to other wearables i don't think i don't think you and i wear much of anything besides clothing and a watch I wear my wedding ring, the watch, and clothing. And the third thing I only wear because society makes me wear them. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't for this damn pesky society. If it wasn't for other people's, you know, outdated notions of modesty, I'd be free, Michael. <laughs> like Nelly Furtado, free as a bird. Or I'm like a bird. Whatever the fuck that song was um, back in the day. But yeah. It was so- definitely titled Free as a Bird. 
Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, that that to me was the first thing that popped out. I don't know. I don't fucking know, dude. I'm making it up as I go along. <laughs> Isn't that clear to anyone yet? <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of when we were talking about this. I'm just like, oh my god. Lion head, skull bead bracelets. I want fucking nothing. I'd rather eat them. I'd rather literally eat them with pesto and a knife and fork than wear them on my wrist. But I know that's not the case for everyone. So I will say this. If you have a special watch person in your life and you want to maybe get them something you think they'll like, don't get them any sort of bracelets, whether it's like a metal or a, a soup can tin or a bead or whatever the fuck. Don't get them anything unless they already have something to let you know they're already kind of into bracelets. Do you remember back, I think, maybe a little... It might have been high school, our time, maybe a little earlier, but you remember when girls were really into the Juicy Couture bracelets with the charms and you buy the charms separately? Yeah. I feel like that has moved into wealth enthusiast <laughs> slash watch culture but it's dudes wearing bracelets with charms on them like little hanging skulls and stuff i don't know unless you're joe perry i just, <laughs> just i don't know man i watch uh, i watch a lot of television with my wife and we watch a lot of like you know real estate and like HGTV shows and one of the shows we watched the guy's got um like a blinged out ublo and he's got like bead bracelets up to the middle of his forearm that's not <laughs> the kind of person I want to be but that's not to say people don't want to be that person so unless you have someone in your life and they already have bracelets and they want to get in on this like weird I do I do think it's the next evolution of like those little charm like juicy couture bracelets that were cool when we were kids now it's just like you know dudes dudes wearing it with their watches i don't really even know but yeah that that is just i don't want that shit don't get me that shit if it if it could potentially be um is the panoristi like wrist watch swap uh, like like strap swatch strap mother fuck give me a second is the panoristi uh strap swapping community still a thing it is and actually it exists as kind of one of the more isolated watch communities i think i think the paneristis have really stayed true to themselves where they exist in a in a very specific corner of the internet yeah but i i mean i think it's actually kind of wholesome it's really just mostly about panerai and straps but every time i see a paneristi photo i see i feel like i feel like i see line head bracelets and skull bead bracelets you might you might be confusing this with the AP. I don't know. Maybe you're right. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I might. I I I I just don't want those bracelets. What yes. I want for Christmas is not that. Do you have any other straps for your Panerai, or do you just have the rubber strap? I just have the. <laughs> it's funny. I have the rubber strap that they put on in uh in Florence, and yeah. then I have the. It's it's kind of almost a denim colored canvas strap with leather lining on the inside and that thing has been in the box since i boxed it up in italy i've never <laughs> i've never worn it or anything Do you, i i am thinking they have a really nice and somebody wants to get me this don't get me it. <laughs> a, a nice gift uh, something that i would love as a gift is basically the same rubber strap 
that I have on my Panerai, but it comes in an olive, olive drab sort of color. Yeah, that thing is cool. Oh, oh! I found a great fucking example of what I do not want in my life. Let me sh- let me share this with you. I can't wait. Oh, yes, you're gonna hate this too. Um, I was also gonna if ask a, you if it's in the context with with a Panerai, it's gonna make me sad. It's not. It's not. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, Michael, would you like me to get you a oh. Stingray leather neon green strap for your Panerai? <laughs> Stingray leather. You ever seen Stingray leather? Are there products made with Stingray leather? Yeah, they ethically club those fuckers to death with bowling pins, mm-hmm. and then they get one strap per five Stingray. No, it's a, it's a thing. Stingray, <laughs> Stingray leather. Did you get the photo, first of all? I got the photo. It's so bad. With yeah. the shoes, without the socks. Oh, yeah, God. That's, that's, that's what I don't want to be. I sent Michael a photo, and I'm sorry there's a photo of your wrist, but, like, whatever, dude. Um, this person's wearing an all-gold Daytona, and it's, like, a blue rope bracelet, but the clasp for the bracelet is, like, an anchor with diamonds on it. And it has initials. It looks to be initials A-B. Well, whoever the fuck you are, A-B. Sorry. Sorry we called you out or whatever, dude. <laughs> uh, let me see. Nice, nice Daytona, though. I guess stingray leather. <laughs> what strap? You ever you ever drink port? I love port. Let me actually, send this. I actually don't think I've had any any drink in like forty days. Interesting. Are you are you are you detoxing, bro, or just 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 whatever? Something like that. Yeah. That's cool. It's probably probably smart. Shit <laughs> fucks it. It just like to me, it's very dehydrating. Like I need like a lot of water after I have like a drink, you know. Definitely, definitely the. Oh my god, you you literally sent me an Etsy link with Stingray watch band. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure you knew I wasn't making it up. That sounds like a TBWS meme that just came to life. <laughs> they make watch straps out of Stingray. <laughs> I don't know if they're good or whatever, but I mean, they're out there. Like the day that you send me an Etsy link where things are made from human teeth. I'm gonna become a little concerned. Oh man, or dog leather? <laughs> it's it's basically it's basically a wraps for the uh, for the species. After oh that. god, we had a good shot, fucked it up. Let's call it a day for humanity. But yeah, just want to show you that it was a thing. So yeah, the, the let let me just try to let me just try to bring it back in. Um, bracelets. I don't want fashion bracelets. It's very particular if there's a, a a watch enthusiast in your life before you're inclined to get them some kind of fashion bracelet. Make sure they actually already have some. You don't yeah. want to be, you don't want your bracelet to be the first bracelet they ever get, unless they told you to get it from them. Then then it doesn't matter. <laughs> what about you? What do you got? I think, I think going in that same direction when it comes to. When it comes to watches and maybe places that curate gift guides this time of year, and a lot of websites are are, are guilty of this, I th- I feel I feel like there's this forced intersection of watches and high luxury lifestyle products that are just kind of irrelevant overall. So okay. you might see you might see a gift guide where there's I don't know, a watch strap and then a $400 decanter. <laughs> or um 
I know um, exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, you, you know, or a desk light that's $800. Right. So, so th- it might be, it might be this kind of pinnacle of wealth enthusiasm, enthusiasm where, um, watches because they can be expensive are perceived to be enjoyed with other expensive things for some reason. Well, so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would feel, I, I just, I, I think that's one of the dumbest ways to approach gift giving. If, if you have maybe a watch person in, in your life, definitely do not fall for the idea that <laughs> a watch person is going to be into a $400 decanter or a desk lamp that was, I don't know, also designed uh, by Max Bill and $800. And for it's some like, reason are sold on the same website. Yeah, man. Well, it's 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 interesting because we have to sort of, I guess only Sith speak in absolute, but whatever, fuck everyone. We have to really draw the line between someone that collects watches as part of another lifestyle um, uh, you know, um, fanaticism or someone that collects watches because watches are the core of why they're collecting. If I'm a wealth or lifestyle enthusiast and I collect a certain type of watch because it fits into that lifestyle, yes, I made like an $800 lamp, you know, designed by Max Bill or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? So it's just you, if you are going to maybe do something for that person, really need to figure out if you are buying something that fits into their enthusiasm for a lifestyle niche watch whether it's whether it's wealth because wealth is a fucking lifestyle niche or whether someone's super into like i don't know Bauhaus minimal design or if someone's into like a boho chic antler on the wall bullshit like if you're buying something like that who cares whatever who, who gives a fuck but if it's someone who the core the core facet of why they collect watches is watches, then, you know, maybe maybe don't get them an $800 lamp. Like, for, oh. some, re- for some reason, Mont Blanc makes headphones. Ugh. Like, $600 headphones. Ease. Well, now, well, now I gotta Google it in front of everyone. Give me a second here. <laughs> so, again, Mont I... Mont Blanc headphones. Are they cool looking, at least? Not really. I mean, you can get some killer Sennheisers for that, like open backs for that kind of money. Ooh, no way, dude. This, the 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 their Google title tag, like the Google SERP listing, starts with luxury, luxury Bluetooth noise canceling headphones. <laughs> what happened to good old overpriced Beats by? <laughs> Look at these things. I. Oh my God, these are six hundred dollars. Yeah. They, yep. Definitely. I don't like these. Ooh, there's an app. Sold. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's weird. I, so I, for me, it's less of a, it's less of a specific item, but really those those products that again force that inter, that intersection between high yeah. luxury or high luxury lifestyle and watches for some reason, um, and I don't know you. You get that what with if- with watch products sometimes like there's a leatherette watch case that hold like barely holds one watch and it's four hundred dollars or something what about the situations where what if you're super into speed masters and you're super into space race-esque watches and someone wants to get you like a really cool like i don't know 
piece of NASA memorabilia. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if your orological enthusiasm has a history facet to it that someone might be able to gift you with? You know what I mean? Is that is that still dangerous waters? I mean, if you're into if you're into space memorabilia, there are a lot of other um, places where you can kind of shop around for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's just a whole industry in itself, almost. Um, I would say if you have a Speedmaster lover in your life, and you you you, you want to spend, definitely that Moonwatch only coffee table book. I don't even think I don't even know what if is it's that? in print anymore. Um, <clears throat> it's probably it might be very expensive if it's, if it's not, but it's uh. Let me see if I can. This is this is kind of cool. Moonwatch, I found it. Yeah, that, that's Moonwatch a only. Pretty cool book. For the Speedmaster lover, it's expensive. That's pretty though. cool. Yeah, it looks like it. I mean, that's better than six hundred dollar headphones. Yeah, get them a two hundred dollar book. <laughs> Instead of six hundred dollar headphones, the coffee table. Uh, uh, that's okay. I'll I'll let you go. I, I'll I'll let you go next before I start with my coffee table book rant. Oh no! Now we have to get into coffee table books. What's the problem with coffee table books? The coffee table book thing. I think, I think a lot of people in the. I, I think a lot of watch people buy very specific coffee table books. You kind of. I don't know, almost emulate the sense of high intelligence in watchmaking. Like there's mm. there's a really expensive George Daniels book that people buy all cool. the time. And it's like you're never gonna read that. <laughs> you're just you're just kind of Instagramming with it and it probably costs you as much as a I don't know, pretty good Seiko or whatever. It fits into the it fits into the really unfortunate thing that happens and not just watch collecting everything, but it fits into the kind of orological pitfall of proving proving how much you are into something in order to either feel better than other people or honestly more likely to feel like you or to prove that you belong with other people in the community. I'm a I'm I feel like a true orological enthusiast because I have this George Daniels book in my possession. Yeah. No, I will not read it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I want somebody. <laughs> but I to, own it. So I want somebody means... to buy coffee the coffee table book like that because they admit that they like the coffee table book and it looks cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not because they want to exude this this sense of high lifestyle uh, or or intelligence or whatever. The coffee but, table book in its at its core is also supposed to be like if you have a coffee table book in your home. For some reason and it's literally on your coffee table or if you have like a formal like meeting like living room or whatever and you have a coffee table and a coffee table book in there i'll be fucking amazed if you periodically flip through it the yeah. reason that book is there is for guests to sit and flip through yeah but who the f- like that's such an odd why are your guests waiting on you like why you know what i mean like i don't understand the point of the coffee table book at this unless it's literally a piece of decor like what you're saying well, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed to say it. We're we've been, you know, we moved into this house chaotically last mm-hmm. year, and for for the past year, this home has been the sum of remnants uh, that came from the old condo and maybe some new furniture. But really, 
it doesn't feel like we started a new life because we just have all the junk from the old place. Oh, so our, our coffee yeah. table isn't a house coffee table. It's it's like a studio apartment coffee table. So we've been thinking about a new coffee table lately. And selfishly, I've been thinking about coffee tables um, in a way that I want to know more about how good coffee table books will look on it <laughs> than anything else. Well, the coffee table as a piece of furniture is a design statement. I mean, yeah. it's literally, generally, it's not just the actual physical focal point of the room. It's the social focal point of the room. Like, people yeah. fucking... So, you, it needs to actually be something of design importance. So, you wanting to make sure stuff at least looks good on it makes total sense. Just don't overpay. You don't have to yeah. pay a lot for shit to look good. You just got to be, like, methodical about it, you know? I will say... Um, let me see if I can find it. Um so yeah, don't get coffee table books for that um, to Instagram with them. But that Moonwatch only book is still also very expensive. Um, I found the name is on listing for it says two hundred bucks. Like actually in stock. Yeah, it says I like can add to cart. I mean, it could be bullshit. So uh, free delivery tomorrow. So I think a, I, I think a, a book. And I'm thinking about getting this book because it looks really cool. And, and the channel, the the person that runs the YouTube channel seems to have researched this very well. Oh, is this um, the French, the French something the, rather book? So Marine National by, by Watchistry. That yes. is 77 bucks. It's also not cheap, but man, it's not, again, a $600 pair of headphones or... Uh, you know, if even a three hundred dollar Speedmaster book. This You're is... also paying for the work that someone put in to like. You know, I mean, that's not. He didn't just like skim a Wikipedia article, put a bunch of cool photos. Like, it really seems like this person busted their ass and put time <laughs> creating <laughs> that, that. It looks really, really cool. You know, so I'll pay. I'll pay for good work. I'm not like like we were talking about on the on the pre talk. I'll pay to drive on a toll road because I understand the value. I'll pay a toll all day, man. All right. You know, you want to get somewhere fast out here. Use the uh, use the toll road because everybody refuses to drive on them. People 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 make their commutes longer to make the statement of not paying for a toll. Fucking road casuals! Don't you understand the value of paying a toll? <laughs> Animals, dude. That's what uh, I think we've made progress, Michael. So we talked about. I learned toll dodgers still exist. Sorry, what were we saying? We've talked about cringe, cringe bracelets, cringe coffee table books, good coffee table books, and bad headphones. And like not buying into like lifestyle niche purchases, like gift gift guides that have a watch and like a scrimshaw butter knife for eight hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? I don't even. I, I never even used a decanter for anything. There are some. <sighs> Some wines are supposed to. I don't... I'm drinking my fucking wine out of a coffee cup right now, Michael. True writer. I don't know. I don't don't know what you're supposed to do. It's wet. It's wet and it's in my cup. Match made in heaven, man. You know what I mean? So good. I love port. It's really nice. You know? It's very Christmassy to me. Telling you, man. What are we talking about? Who's who's who do we have on air today? I think um, you're next. 
I'm looking around the room. I think. I'm looking around the room. Ah, uh, you're the best, man. It was fun. No, you're Let's the see. best. You're the best, dude. Get out of here with that shit. Um, what are we doing? Uh, let me think. Okay, this was a hot take because it actually did, actually did like. This is not so much something that is like a gift not to get for someone else. It's just something I recently realized. I would actually be pretty upset if someone did get for me. Like if my wife conspired again and got me with you colluded with you slack animals. Oh yeah, it's um, been it's been a year, basically. <laughs> you know what? I'm should I break my no change in November logjam put the and put my and put my Seamaster on right now? Should yeah, should do it on air? It. Dude, yeah, sure. Wait. I'll do it. I got nothing to prove. I fucking. I, I would be the guy that that broke you out of that spell of discipline. Whatever, man. I'll just. It doesn't like. Who cares? It just watches. <laughs> I wore the Grand Seiko for more than a month. I was wearing it for two weeks before November even started. Suck a casual. Here, let me get my C my C master. I'll be right back. There you go. Okay, I'll be right back. Putting my headphones down so I can't hear what you're saying. It's cold. Cold watch. All right, I'm back. Can you hear me? I thought you were going to say that it's cold in Florida. <laughs> it's cold in Florida. I mean, it was, you know, it was in the 50s this week. It's kind of cold. <laughs> it's been brutal out here some days. Ah, that's uh, so... Yeah, now I'm wearing my, uh, I'm wearing my Omega Seamaster. Love it. But, um, but I'm wearing... So this watch is actually a really, really good example. So, like, if my wife for some reason colluded with you slack animals again uh, to get a watch... This is just a cast thing, okay? Can I share with you what I would really be upset by if I got? Yeah, tell me. I really don't want a Speedmaster. Okay. I flip-flopped on this before because I used to really want one, but that was because I thought I had to have one. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of a very a very cornerstone ethos that tbws holds is not mm-hmm. feeling like you have to have I, like, I don't think we've ever written an article like 10 watches every real watch collector should have there's a ton of that stuff online yeah um, the speedmaster is definitely one of those um i don't i, I don't think you're even see i wouldn't even i wouldn't even see you as a speedmaster guy anymore because the, well, the thing is if but because this there's this perception around the speedmaster that like oh you know no collections complete yeah. Without without your speedmaster, I could totally see someone who's not a speedmaster person kind of weirdly getting gifted a speedmaster or feeling like they have to get a speedmaster. So I mean, I, I I was thinking about this last night when we were talking about like what to do for the show, and I'm just like, I started thinking at first about like accessories, and then I thought about the skull breed bracelet thing, and then I'm gonna talk about another piece if we have time as well. And then I started thinking about like watches. I'm like, what would be the worst watch to get me? And there's the obvious bullshit. Like, uh, but most of those wounds are already self-inflicted on my part. Don't get Kaz a giant, gaudy, rainbow Invicta. Well, you know, he had one. Um, and it's gone now, thankfully. Someone on the Slack's got it. Don't, you know, don't get Mike a reverso. Don't get... <laughs> don't get Mike a... So, like, those are, like, those are, those are givens. But then I'm like, what, what is one of those things that I probably feel like, or I felt like I'm supposed to want? And then I'm like, oh, shit, I used to really actually look for a Speedmaster. Because I thought ima- I had to. Who are have these one? imaginary friends that are planning on getting us a, a Speedmaster or a Reverso? 
The same fucking friends who got me a Seamaster that I'm wearing right now, Michael. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Brutus, you're, you're a conspirator along with them. I don't know. <laughs> the worst meme would be if the people on the Slack conspired to get me a reverso just to get me mad. Just, just <laughs> the literally to spend money. <laughs> just to hear your reaction on air. That's that's like the level of like of like tomfuckery we're dealing with <laughs> on the Patreon Slack, everybody. Okay. Oh, it's true. Probably really good times. Patreon.com slash two broke wash knobs. You can go and join the Patreon Slack there. Um It's a lot of fun. We have we have a really, really good time. But yeah, this the Speedmaster for me is one of those weird things. It, here's the other thing also, I can see and this is a very well, I'm speaking fucking loud. I took one headphone off and I'm like yell talking. This is a believable scenario. My mom or dad, they know I'm into watches. They don't really know what kind of watches I'm into. They walk into uh, Omega Boutique or a Mayor's Boutique and they say, "I'd like to get my, I'd like to get my um my 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 bastard black black sheep son uh, a gift for I don't know fucking who cares what fucking holiday is coming up." Um, and the guy would be like, oh, well, do you know what kind of watch he's into? He's like, well, I know he's got this thing called an Omega Seamaster, and I know he's got something Grand Seiko something. That clerk is going to be like, oh, okay, it sounds like he doesn't have a chronograph. I think he'd really like this this Speedmaster. Like, no collections. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's such an easy fucking uh, path to fall down if someone else is getting you a gift and they don't really know what they're getting you or really understand but they want to make sure they make the right choice so they're going to lean on whatever the fucking person in the store or whatever um, is saying so that said just don't get anyone to watch yeah I was, I was going to say that I think yeah. we can we, we can sh- bring it back and we've talked about this on other holiday episodes just yeah, in we've, general <laughs> in general buying a watch for somebody is is uh, not, a good, not a good idea yeah, I think we literally said. I think we've literally said that every holiday episode of TVWS. Don't buy a watch person to watch unless they literally give you a list with reference numbers. You know or, what I mean? Or like if you you're, me- if you're as an annoying spouse as we probably are, and our wives probably know more about our watch desires than they should. <laughs> <laughs> Like man, I would trust I would trust my my wife to walk in to a store and be like, oh, I, I've heard him talking about this before. Like she could probably pull that off pretty well. I'll promise you right now, I know exactly what watch my wife would get because she still talks about it to this day, and she still wants me to get it. Do you know? Do you know what watch that would be? I forget which one. She would walk into a store and she would buy me a Grand Seiko Snowflake. Oh, you still talk about that watch? I don't. She does. Oh, okay. <laughs> She loves that one. It is a beautiful watch. Um, that if she walked into a store and if they had it, that that's what she would be like. Yeah, that's it. I will say that. Um, so you remember that long time ago that we were in New York, and uh, I don't think I don't think you went with me. Did Did you go to the Grand Seiko like presentation that Joe Kirk put together? Oh no! Yeah. I did the one in Miami. I uh, I think that was you. You and your wife. You went to that one. You were telling me, dude. His talk on Spring Drive was so impactful that she, you know, she knew nothing about Spring Drive and Grand Seiko before, but she does still talk about Grand Seiko and like, oh, is that the one where we saw that awesome presentation by that guy? That's marketing, dude. Yeah, dude. It it's crazy. Huh? Marketing is sticky. 
it's it'll stay with you forever, man. You know, that's heavy. Snowflake you would know, be cool. You know, you know what's actually really funny? I want to put my Grand Seiko back. <laughs> this stupid watch. No, it's not. It's not stupid. It's just. It's just. It's just very heavy. So I want to. I want to put my Grand Seiko back. It's just very heavy. That's. It's not stupid. It's just very. Oh, okay, good. Okay. <sighs> All right. Sorry. I really like this Grand Seiko. Um, you know what's funny about this watch? I don't really feel the need to have a spring drive anymore. I mean, the 9F is pretty badass. It, it, spring drive became Grand Seiko's... I, I mean, that is the Grand Seiko claim to fame. Yes. But people do forget that 9F is pretty wild in itself. Yeah. And it makes there's... me mad because I don't think, I don't think there's... A, I don't think there's a, a solid 9F Quartz Diver in the Grand Seiko lineup, the Sport Collection anymore. I don't think they have one. No, I think they used to have one. Terry, remember Terry from Tosic Nados? Yep. From a long time ago? He used to have one. Do you remember it was, like, it was it was chunky, it was black, had really like toothy bezel. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think I think uh, Bilal, a block to watch, Bilal still has one too. Yeah? Yeah, I just Googled it. I don't know if they make these anymore. This thing was cool. This thing was really, really cool. Uh, SB... Oh, there's, <laughs> there's Bilal's wrist. SBGX115 <laughs> and the SBGX117. I know it's his wrist because it looks like my wrist. Um, <laughs> actually, this is newer. This is from 2021. Oh, is there like a... Did they redo these maybe? It might not be Quartz. Because I think if you go I... to the Grand Seiko... Yeah, I don't know what this is. Diver 200. Oh, we know about watches. I promise we do. <laughs> if this is your first episode, please We're sorry. Yeah, if this is your first episode, we are, we're so sorry. <laughs> I still have a bad gift idea. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, we got to stay on track. Yes, I'm closing all these tabs. I have many tabs open right now. God, I'm so thirsty. Um, I really am very thirsty, actually. I actually have water here. Pascas came through. I have my little my little bottle of water. Bottle de agua. I hate when I speak Spanish because I intentionally speak it like a buffoon. Why, <laughs> sir? Uh, Stingray straps, closing that. Doxa sub 600, closing that. I'm going to keep this citizen one open because it's fucking beautiful. All right, what is your next one? What is I, what is the next gift that you don't want to receive for the holidays? This is this is just a really quick one, and I think it goes back to that that clever salesman. Maybe you have somebody that walks into, a, you know, a mayor's or whatever, and goes to look for a gift for that watch person in their life mm. and they walk out with a watch winder like tricked into buying a watch winder Ooh, that's a good one I just, that's a really good one i've never i've never owned a watch winder in my life uh, i don't have perpetual calendars which would maybe benefit from watch winders and I, I'm still I'm still actually a little paranoid that watch winders can do more harm than good in the long run. I've heard of this. Like the constant motion of the watch to keep everything lubricated is technically a bad like it shortens the time you need between services because it's always moving. 
I think it was Spencer Klein that did a video on it a long time ago where he said that it's basically like keeping a car on in the garage forever. Like, wow. That's that's basically what you're doing. Is there a balance? Can, so I so I've never owned a watch winder because uh, I I have a lot of quartz watches. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fuck yeah. Is there can you set it to intervals? Can you have it turn on for 12 hours once every like couple of days or once every 24 hours spin for six hours or is it just on and off like i like i i actually don't know dude maybe but at the same time uh-huh. that's probably again maybe like an 800 hundred dollar winder some of these some of these watch winders get insane i think like for example i think wolf that brand is probably what the biggest watch winder brand and they you know they're yeah. they're sold at you know, Mayors, for example, there are probably other big jewelry chains that are official wolf dealers. Um, those things are expensive. Even if you find one that does intervals like that, that's kind of just the cheapest watch winder on wolf is $300. Really? Yeah. But it's like a weird, are these for the world cup or something? I don't know what these are. They're like, they got like logos on them and shit. Just stick your watch in a pillowcase and throw it in the dryer. It'll Just tie it behind your car and drive around. I don't understand <laughs> what the issue is. Like, you can't, like, I don't know. It's just, it's, I mean, well, don't put it on the back of your car. I'm going to get a, a bunch of angry emails. You ruined my Patek. Listen, bro. <laughs> just tie your perpetual calendar to a string <laughs> and drive around with your Subaru. And just drive around, hit some speed bumps. You'll be, you'll be charged in no time. Um, the, let <laughs> see, rotation, sorry. <laughs> My dog is dead. All right. Rotation, 10 seconds start delay, 900 turns per day, patented rotation programs. Okay. Intermittent rotation with pause and sleep. uh, uh, Motherfuck. Intermittent rotation with pause and sleep phases pre-programmed. So, okay. Maybe you can program this thing. But to your point, it's $300. Like, well, here's the other thing with watch winders also. The watch winder... While it's generally focused on as, um, wow, I just got really distracted by how gorgeous my Omega is. Hold on, I gotta put it back on. <laughs> I have it next to, I have it like next to my my mouse where I was clicking, so I'm gonna put my Omega back on. The problem is with the watch winder is while it's an, it, the impetus is always function like, oh, this will help keep your watches wound and healthy, blah blah blah. No one wants to buy one that's ugly looking. And so the reality is the way the watch winder looks is the driving factor behind someone getting a watch winder. So that said, if you're looking at a watch winder and you're tricking yourself into thinking you need a watch winder when you really just want a piece of decor, just go to Home Goods, and I fucking promise you can probably find a piece of decor for like 15 bucks that's probably as cool as whatever this watch winder may do. I don't really know. Or you could do what I did. Um, I bought some watch stands on Etsy for like 50 bucks. They're wooden and they're really, really gorgeous. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen them, Michael. You, you, did you see them when you were here? I did, yeah. They look yeah. cool. You could do that. Yeah, it doesn't wind your watch, but probably should have thought about that before you bought a fucking mechanical watch, shouldn't you? <laughs> you know? You probably mm. should have thought about that before you owned more <laughs> than one mechanical watch. Some poor oh. person just dropped there. Your Thai chicken curry on the slack. 
No, what happened? Who? Which? Which channel? This is the main main channel? Scroll main up a channel. little bit. See some toes and uh, some blasted curry on the floor. I'm sorry that you lost your Thai green chicken curry. Hey, where is it? Did I miss it? Oh, you're probably not even scrolled to the bottom. Let me go to the bottom. Okay, now I'm at the bottom. I'm just, oh yeah, there it is. Sorry, man. <laughs> man, that sucks. Not the curry. <laughs> I'm so fucking annoyed. This is the kind of fun oh. stuff that that happens on here. Yeah. Anyway, God. watch Watch Winders was my last. Beautiful one. cabinets. What is, What is this situation happening? Do you have uh, lower blues and upper whites? This is a gorgeous kitchen situation we're potentially dealing with. Yeah, that, I that like is. this tile. Those are baller ass cabinets because those aren't the ones where the doors just lay on top. Those are the doors that inset. So, yo, wherever you are, you got some fucking sweet ass kitchen taste, bro. This man is in the UK. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just wasn't sure if you wanted to say his name on, on air. <laughs> you know who the fuck you are if you drop some curry and you're on the Patreon slide and you have a baller-ass kitchen. I am very interested to know if you do have um, two-tone uppers and lowers. So just let me... Just let me know. I'm just curious. I just want to know. You can have him on the next episode of the <laughs> two, broke, two Broke Kitchen Snobs. <laughs> two Broke Kitchen Design Snobs. Um, watch Winders. Uh, my last kind of pick was Watch Boxes. Because the watch box is a very personal pick, you know? Um, it's not that you shouldn't buy a watch box for someone. I think maybe it's a lot similar to the watch winder piece. It's a design decor piece first. So that might be some kind of purchase you want to consult the person. Or unless they have like a, like a fucking she shed or a man cave or like a dedicated space that's just their own or something like that. Then I guess it's different. But in that case, just let them buy it on their own but yeah i don't my parents bought me a watch box um a few years back and i really hate it it doesn't open it doesn't stay open it's one of those things where when you open the lid to the watch box it has like a spring mechanism that keeps closing it so in order for me to open it i have to hold it open with one hand mm. And keep it open and then grab whatever watch I want to wear. Also, the leather of it is red and the interior of it is like a gold mustard yellow. Ooh la la. Yeah, none of this is, you, I'm sure you could tell, really doing it for me. Um, <laughs> uh, and it locks, has a little lock, has like a little $5 lock, but it's the same lock that used to show up on like like little kids diaries to, and shit to stop the bad guys yeah to stop the bad guy yeah I, I mean, well, it. it'll just be fucking easy for the bad guy to just break the fight or just steal the box and just go home and jimmy it open with a penny instead you know like no one's gonna no one's gonna break into my home through my deadbolts into my fucking like self-locking windows and get thwarted by a 45 cent diary lock on my watch box okay that's just not gonna happen don't buy a watch box with a lock you just look silly I have, I have three watch boxes. Nowhere near the amount of watches that would be needed to fill those boxes. And right. I still have messy piles of watches all over the office. <laughs> so they're, they're, have, they're a useless you, purchase for me. The problem with the watch boxes, like, you have to want to put the watches away. You have to, like, you, you know what I mean? But, like, not everyone does, obviously. But I think a lot of folks fall into the trap of, oh, once I have a watch box, I'll put them away. I don't think so. Didn't happen. I thought yeah. that didn't happen. 
You gotta, you gotta have a whole fucking like mental shift. An item will never make you the type of person you want to be. I'm just gonna buy one of those ridiculous like, it's like a Patriot supply. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy like a gun safe. Michael, I have to tell you. Sorry, I'd wide my mouth. I have to tell you, I fell down a really funny rabbit hole, probably a couple weeks ago, and um, for about three hours. 90 of which I'll say I was being facetious. I was just doing this ironically with my my wife. 10% of the conversation I had with her in regards to this object, I was being authentic. I was trapped in the moment, the the cultural impetus of finding something I wanted to buy. Have you ever seen a gun safe that's also, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a six foot tall. So it's a, it's like a giant gun safe. It's also a watch safe. It also has like a hidden compartment for like petty money, and it also has specifically like molded areas for you to hide gold bars. It's like Sean Hannity's wet dream. Have you ever seen these? <laughs> Have you ever seen these gun safes? It's, yeah, like it's like two hundred thousand dollar gun safes. I'm like, oh, babe, <laughs> look, babe, we could put our gold bars in here. She's like, what gold bars? I'm like, the gold bars we're gonna get. Once we get the safe, uh, I'm not gonna buy gold bars without a safe to put them in first, babe. Like, <laughs> she was so mad, and I kept trying to show her pictures of the safe, and like, at ten percent, at ten percent of the time, I was like, really, like, maybe I should get, maybe I, I don't, I don't even own. Okay, I just want to clarify my current situation for the necessity of a safe like this. I don't own a gun. <laughs> I don't have paper cash in my house. I have nowhere to put. A six foot tall, five hundred pound, two hundred thousand dollar gun safe. But if you had one, it would be really. And you put your watches in there, it would be really tough to steal. Yeah, I would put my seventy five dollar Seiko <laughs> into there. But I'll leave my Grand Seiko just lying. I'm like, oh yeah, it's fine, it's fine. You know, damn it, that's fucking good. Buy that for me. I'll buy. It. Don't buy that. Donate that money to charity. But that's funny, dude. Liberty safe. <laughs> is that is that what it, is that where I should go? Is that where I should go? Does Wolf make a make some kind of panic room Wolf, gun? If you if Wolf starts making gun safes, I might get one. Oh my god! If if I can buy it at Mayor's, if I can buy it, they'll have to like they'll have to get like one of those like handcart dollies to like wheel it out to your car. <laughs> a, like a fifty five dollar dolly has got to bring your two hundred thousand dollar roommate watch safe. Uh, let me see, six foot. Tall, uh, gun safes, gun safes with watches. I'm just doing the stupidest fucking Google search I could possibly. Goddamn! Oh, I found it. This is cool. Now, now the alphabet boys are gonna take a liking to you. Good. Fuck them. I don't give a shit. I'm an SEO. I already. They are. They already hate the fact that I exist, man. Oh, cool. This one's got a place for knives. How many knives do you have? None. I'm not like a proper person, Michael. (laughs) Oh, I could put, I think I could put wine in here. Oh, good. There's a spot for my son. You've got to see this. This is massive. You've got to see this. So to bring it full circle, don't get Kaz a watch box, but potentially think about getting him a six foot tall gun safe that also holds wine. I (laughs) feel... I feel like uh, I feel like Wayne from Wayne's World. A gun rack. A gun rack. I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns. That's to say, an entire rack. What am I gonna do 
with a gun rack. Ironically, I think this is actually one of the good manufacturers. Brown safe. I mean, perfect. I'm a brown man. I should own a brown safe. I think this is good. This is a ridiculous watch storage thing. This thing is great. No, I, I would. It's not this manufacturer. Then this is. It's got a spot for your bracelet. I almost, I almost, oh my god! It's got a spot. Hold the motherfucking phone. I'm gonna send you a screenshot right now. He's got a Louis Vuitton book in the background. Let me send you the screenshot. I'm even gonna circle it in red. It's got a spot, Michael, <laughs> for your bracelet. I almost. You want to talk about bringing it full circle? It's got a bracelet spot. Boom! And for your cufflinks. I almost apparently. used the R word, but... <laughs> I also would like to point out that this product is called The Man Safe. Yeah, dude, just in case there's any questions about who this is for, it's for men or something. I don't know. This is The Man Safe Model 6037. <laughs> oh my god, this is... Oh, this is great! How much is this? Did you see the, did you see the picture I sent you? I did. You're right. Got a picture. It it's got a spot have, for your bracelet. Does have a spot for your bracelet. Mm-hmm. It's important. The I can't find how price, much this thing is. Let's see. Um, man safe. How fucking how fucking insecure do you got to be to buy something called a man safe? I don't see the base price. I can only see the price for the add-ons. To give you an idea, the fire protection add-on is two thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. I mean, that's not bad to protect me from fire. It doesn't protect you from fire. <laughs> just, just to clarify, it's not like a John Wick suit that's going to protect you from gunfire. Uh, it's to protect your fucking watches from fire, I guess. <laughs> Let me Google brown safe man safe price and see where this takes me. Starting price, $8,000. That seems oddly affordable. Brown safe. All that aside, if you want to send us one for review... <laughs> might not want to after hearing us talk about it for oh wait okay, i think i found something i found something evidence um 401 okay man safe bam i found it i found some kind of catalog man safe take me to the most expensive okay so the cheapest i could buy a man safe brown safe for like the state like the standing one uh nine thousand dollars 420 pounds outside 41 inches by 19 no i want something taller i want something that makes a statement ah 61 inches tall. Uh, starting price is $18,000 hairs. This is like, <laughs> you can also put your kids through college. <laughs> I, I think I said you can also put your kids in the safe. They're better you off could, in the safe. You could feed them a couple electric things in NyQuil and then just kind of put them in the safe and they should accumulate value or something. I'm not entirely sure how kids work. How much... Uh, the most I could spend on this is $66,000. So. You can probably build a John Wick room for that <laughs> amount of money. How good are those movies, man? But I rewatched them again recently. How good are those movies? I finally made Nora watch the first one. Did she like it? You liked it. You just got to get past through the one scene and then. But the one in the beginning? You just got to get past that one scene and then you're good. Yeah, I don't think my wife. I don't think my wife could get past that scene. <laughs> I really, I she would probably make me turn it off. <laughs> she made me turn off the chariot. I was trying to. I was trying to show her. Uh, do you remember the band? Yeah, I was. Uh, so you're talking about the band? Yeah, now I'm talking about the band. Okay. I was trying. Uh, this is a while back because I just remembered it. Um, 
because we're talking about things our wives don't like. Uh, I was in the car and I had it and I started playing from the beginning and um, I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot to turn this off. She wouldn't like this. Oh, you know, let me try it. Let me give it a shot. Yeah, she basically turned to me and said, I'm getting physically ill. Like, okay, I'll, yeah, I'll turn it off. I'll turn it off. That's cool. You know? So she had no qualms about that. So I'm pretty sure she wouldn't be able to rock that first scene in John Wick. I would not reco- the fir- recommend know. Converge then. You think so? You think that's that's more on brand? Our Mike recommends Converge if she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play Converge for her if she didn't. <laughs> Physically ill. It was probably the most serious thing she's ever said to me. Uh, I'm getting physically ill. Well, I guess it's guess it guess time to turn it off. Yeah, good talk. This has been good the most. Old. This has been the most off-topic we've gone in a really long time. <laughs> oh my god, my wife's here. She scared the shit out of me. Oh man, what do you want to say to the people, babe? I played a song. Oh, this is gonna happen. I played a song for you man, a couple years ago and you turned to me and you said, I'm getting physically ill, turn it off. She really did scare you. I could tell. Scared the shit. Well, Michael, I was having a very intimate conversation over a glass of wine with my best friend, and I saw my wife walk into the room and scared the shit out of me. What would you do? I was just so confused. Talking about my wife. Play the song. I'll. You want me to? No, you don't have to play it right now. You're headphones. Play it for you. We're gonna get a copyright strike if we do. (laughs) (laughs) I'll play it. I'll play it for you. No, I don't want. No, no. Later. That's literally what he just said. Did you hear what he said? No. That's literally. That's literally what. Well, more headphones. That's literally what he just said. Okay, good. Don't get him with the copyright. Scared the fucking fertility out of me. <laughs> I'm loud. sterile now. Not loud. Not loud. White. Scared white. Michael, what were we talking about? The the, the episode. <laughs> totally derailed. Derailed. It's good. I think it's a good. It, we needed a good old-fashioned rambling TBWS episode. Where's your wine? Bring wine. Well, actually, no. Disregard me. If you're not drinking, don't drink. Don't, like, I've, I've got a tea candle next to me. I don't think I should drink that. That's it. As your doctor and your lawyer, I'd recommend probably not drinking. <laughs> um, actually, as your doctor, I'd recommend not drinking it. As your lawyer, I'd recommend drinking it and then suing whoever made that candle. Right on. God bless right? the USA. God bless Dare USA, man. Oh, Michael. Is it that time? <laughs> Is it that time? It was a great episode, though. Uh, it's so fun talking, man. What happens? What happens to time, dude? Yeah. I was telling someone um, at work, based on the conversation I had with Jason a few weeks back, you don't get time back. Don't waste time, people. Hang out with friends. Don't do extra work. Fucking clock out at five. Hang out with your friends, like Michael and I are hanging out now. And listen to TBWS. You just listen to TBWS if you, you know if you want. It's it's fun. You know you don't have to, but it's cool. Can we get that on a bumper sticker? Listen to TBWS if you want. You don't have to. It's cool, I guess. All that. I think I think what is it? Cafe Press could make that pretty easy. My God, they're still around. <laughs> I think so. Jesus Christ! Isn't that where the mugs are made? No, we have a Teespring store. Teespring. You know what's really funny about that Teespring store? Me saying that, a bunch of people probably just went, what the fuck, they have a Teespring store? Yeah, we just kind of forget to tell everyone about it. You can buy one thing on there. We, uh, there's two. 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 We have a shirt, and we have the mug. 
There you go. <laughs> Good plug for the Teespring. I mean, that I we haven't know, talked about in a year. Probably, like, literally. <laughs> it's been like a year. Oh, Michael. You're the best, man. What do you, uh... Is it that time? Is that sad time? That time. We can chat after, though. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta play the chariot for my wife. Well, I can, I can start the side off, and uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. My name is Mike, and this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Later. <laughs>